2: These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a Clinical Associate Professor of Psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. In case you didn't read the fine print, it's in your child's contract to continuously argue with you, which is why today I'm answering a question I received from an exasperated parent about their child's argumentativeness. Arguing in general is really exhausting. It's draining and even at times enraging. Arguing is often very disruptive to the entire household. but. Kids need to assert their growing autonomy, and that often comes in the form of picking arguments with you. What is really important to remember is that it takes two to tango. It really isn't reasonable or healthy to stop all arguing, but it is important to stop arguing destructively. Arguing can, in fact, be very constructive for you and your child if done with some thinking about it up front. Arguing is merely the two of you voicing your differing opinions and then finding a way to make a compromise or you needing to draw the disciplining line in the sand, depending on the topic. Being able to assert yourself, be honest, and compromise are all skills that your child needs to acquire and will need to have good relationships throughout their lives. And how to do all of these things well can be learned through better arguing with you. Arguing is often started by a child because they have something they really want to talk with you about, but they are so stirred up emotionally by the topic or something related that they come in exploding all that negative feeling at you. The key is how you respond to their approach. For younger children who barrage you with whys and whining, which drives most parents completely nuts, or even defiance, the trick is to figure out if they are asking because they are really curious, don't understand, or if the child is just manipulating you for attention or for provocation. For the older child, the why not, maybe for the same attention-getting reason, or they may be trying to bring up with you something they in fact feel concerned about. And what you have to do is avoid attacking back, which will prevent them from opening up to you and let them get to what is really bothering them. So let's get to my listener's question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, my seven year old daughter has, as of recent, become a big arguer. Instead of just doing what she would usually do, like do her schoolwork, brush her teeth, clean up her toys, because I've told her to, she will either say, Why? or say, I don't want to. I'll do it later, after my TV show. And when I say, No, or just do it. She persists, arguing, asking why she has to, or why she can't just do it later. I feel like everything is coming down to this argument, and it is exhausting, frustrating, and it's really making me angry, and it really makes everything harder. She is also getting obviously frustrated with me, and has even begun shouting, or storming around, whining, negotiating just about anything to keep going. What is going on? Why is this happening? Is there anything I can do to decrease this behavior? It's not surprising that your seven-year-old has begun arguing with you, or another way I might frame it is questioning your requests and reasons. This behavior can signal a move towards a little more autonomy for her. And she is cognitively old enough to desire more autonomy and to strive to have it by asking if each of these things you want her to do are things that she will decide to do. That she is often asking why, as opposed to just saying no, indicate she has expanding curiosity and in her own mind is looking for how to think about doing things that she doesn't like to do how to manage her own feelings about that, and when and whether she has to listen to you. She's also realizing she has some free will, and that is probably a new realization. This doesn't make her bad, and it doesn't make her a manipulator. It makes her a fairly typical seven-year-old. But with the additional caveat That if things are particularly stressful for her in some way, for example, at school or at home, then those feelings will easily get poured into testing her limits and struggling with you and struggling with herself. So if this is new behavior, first, I would spend some time playing and talking with her at a non-argument moment about her feelings. How is she feeling at school? Is there anything going on that's bothering her or stressing her? How about at home? How about with her siblings? How about with friends? And with other people in her life, how is her mood? Is she worried about something? Is there something going on that she may need to talk about and sort out? When it comes to the arguing itself, however, it is important to hold two possibly opposing ideas at once: that your daughter get to feel heard and that she still understand that she has limits. A child with no limits finds the world a very scary place. It actually increases anxiety. Children who are left to feel that they can always get their own way or do what they want can feel like monsters. And that is anxiety producing. So I'm not suggesting you not have limits. But a child who can't tell you or show you how she feels is also often emotionally undone. And a child who is asking why is often asking so she can really understand why. So when she asks why, or even before she asks, it would be really helpful for you to give an explanation of why. Why she needs to do her homework before she gets to watch any more screen time. Or whatever it is that's going on and that you're asking her to do, it can actually diffuse the budding argument before it even starts. Yes, it takes an extra minute, but it lets her know that she has been heard by you. It's okay. And even good to be curious and to understand her own feelings. And it may keep her from getting more frustrated. If she does sound mad, ask her if she is. And if she's mad, why is she mad? It helps to have your child to be able to think about their own feelings and discuss them. And actually, it often diffuses that intensity of feeling. So if you see her getting mad say hey i see you're really mad why are you mad can you explain it to me rather than saying because i said so when it comes down to it or some other authoritarian statement which is actually meant to just shut her down and do it but we'll likely have her dig in further with resistance in fact we know that authoritarian parenting style usually leads to rebellion. It will just make your situation far worse when she approaches her tween and teen years. So, at this age of seven, avoid that kind of, I just told you to do it, so do it. Say why you're asking her or telling her to do it, in other words, explain the rule, and repeat back to her your understanding that she'd rather not do it but that while that's hard, she will still need to do it. You have shown her this way. You have some respect for her feelings. You've told her nonetheless that she still needs to respect you and your rules. Be willing to hear her ideas for accomplishing the same task a slightly different way. Many parents hear this as manipulation, and it's true that it may be negotiation, but If you're willing to hear her idea and consider it, and her feelings, and it still gets the task done, this will actually help your relationship in the future. Help her to develop communication skills going forward in all kinds of relationships. At times, if there is, in your opinion, a reasonable way to compromise on some things, show her that this can work as a way to resolve arguing. Because in life, this is a way to resolve arguing. But also, remain clear that as her mother, you do hold a final say, and she does need to respect you and that. You can comfort her in disappointment if you said to her, hey, this is the final say, at the same time allowing her to be and feel disappointed. How can I help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other.
2: He scored. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here are some general tips for arguing with your children. Because arguments with your children continue for the young and for the older child. For the young child, I say to you, know your limits. It's fine to answer the why question a few times, but you know, eventually you're gonna blow your stack. So don't wait till you get there. Pick your number up front. How many whys is really okay. And frankly, the number shouldn't probably be more than three because beyond that, this is just your child. Starting to engage in provocation. After that answer, one of several snappy retorts you thought ahead, like, I just don't have all the answers, or even, why are you asking? Then it's time to stop. You can just smile and engage in something else. But if you just stop answering at a certain point, it will peter out, which is a lot better than when you scream, quit it, and then feel guilty. Next, you really want to try to not lose it. Never stay engaged in an argument with your child until you scream. Certainly never hit or say hurtful things. This is really destructive arguing, and it will be harmful to all of those in the house. These tactics never work effectively, and they leave you with tremendous guilt, which then makes you try to make it up by spoiling the child who will therefore eventually anger you again. And it becomes a vicious cycle. If you do start to yell, quickly say you need a quiet moment and stop for a few minutes. Even walk away for a few minutes. Regroup and resume more calmly yet firmly. I am not saying pretend to be Mary Poppins because frankly, your child should see that you can be angry and it's okay for your child to see you angry, seeing that humans get angry and it can still all be okay and they can still love you and you still love them. What I am saying is avoid out of control behavior, which can show your child that anger is scary and dangerous. Also, disengage and limit set. Pick several methods of disengaging from the fight. It may be, we need to cool down for now. Let's take five and start again then. Or, I think we have discussed this enough for now. If it's about something they want to do and you don't try, what is it about no that you don't understand? It is really fine to pick an endpoint and say, that's it. All these things must be backed up by consequences. It is not enough to threaten. You must follow through with that timeout or that loss of privilege if that's where you've arrived. If your child starts it in public, which they will because they think they can get away with it, and you feel too embarrassed to set the limit in front of others, make sure that they get the consequence when they come home. For older children, your strategies might change somewhat. Listen to what they are really saying. If they are arguing about going to a party of questionable repute, then they may really be trying to tell you they feel scared about it, but don't know how to say that because part of them thinks they should want to go. The same is true of drugs, sex, alcohol, friends, smoking, and a ton of other things. If you listen carefully to what they're arguing for and discuss it with them, rather than jumping immediately on it with a shriek of no way, then you may get the opportunity to talk with them about their own fears and help steer them in the right direction. If you just react, then they will get their backup, they will argue harder, and they will not listen to you. And they will go do the very thing that scares both of you. Also, try to contain your own anxiety. When we get scared about the topic of discussion, our temptation is to lash out and stop them as soon as possible. If you start fighting with them, all they will have room to think about is how furious you're making them. So recognize what topics make you anxious, and when they're coming up, try to wait to respond until you see what they really are getting at. Try not to close down the conversation with, oh my goodness, no, instantly. Avoid lecturing or interrogating, especially with older kids. Kids absolutely tune out when you start lecturing them or asking a million questions at once. Let them tell you what they came to tell you. Give them a chance to ask your advice. If you give them time, they will. If you force it on them, they will ignore it. If you barrage them with questions, they will withdraw or really argue with you in defense. So give them a chance to explain. It might happen slowly and it might happen in multiple conversations. And when an argument is happening, stick to one topic. Parents in their anger have a tendency to throw in all the past grievances that they have with their child in the face of an argument. Really throwing out the baby with the bathwater and recounting every crime they may have committed in their growing up. And then things become about how bad that child is globally. If something is going on that is specific that you are arguing about, stick to that situation. Otherwise, it becomes destructive and hurtful. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at at SenecaWomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz.
0: Ready to celebrate International Women's Day?
2: visit mrs. myers dot com today.